Kool-Aid drink. If you can't tell, week by week, I get a little more fired up because the Detroit Lions have chalked up another playoff dub. They did it in Ford Field. They're heading to the NFC Championship game. Drink it in, everybody. Drink it in, Double side of cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! This is a show we really can't mess around. We got to get right into it. We've got Tampa Bay review. We've got some important announcements, some shout outs. I even have a cornbread update. We have topics, bula bula, rants, hype, Kool Aid, and cornbread for everybody out there here on the Detroit Kool Aid cast. So, my co host, Chops, you can find him on Twitter at Chops in the D, is here to talk all about it. He's excited too. I think he's going to do some type of yelling into the microphone, which you guys like, and other gimmicks. Chops. We got another Dubski. We're here to talk about it. How you doing, buddy? Okri, I'm going to come into the pod here nice and calm. And no, absolutely not. I'm not going to. Woo-wee! We are two wins away from going. <laughs> uh, one win away from going to the Super Bowl. Woo! Two wins from winning it all, baby. Oh, baby. Lions Nation is all over this country. This is America's team. This is the brand new Lions. And we can't mess around today because we got a lot to talk about. Let's do this. Oh, baby. (laughs) What a win it was. What a team this is. Love this team so much. So uh, let's get right into it, man. You know, Tampa Bay is coming to town. Um, A lot of people like yourself, other people kind of, you know, had this as a big time, easy dub, blowout, this, that, and the other. It ended up being a heck of a tight football game from start to finish. You know, Lions came out, had a clunky three and out to start, went went on defense. This guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, Chops. He he used to be kind of (laughs) iffy, but recently... This guy's coming on blitzes, getting his hands on footballs, making plays, and, and he looks the part in the uniform. So uh, we had an iffy sack early in this football game. But I want to pitch it to you for CJ. That's my GJ with the pick off of Bacon Mayfield. How'd you feel about that one? Oh, hey, when we're talking about Baker Mayfield, what are we supposed to say about him? Oh, yeah, Baker Mayfield. He sucks. Anyway, he starts the he starts the game on their opening drive with a deep pass across the uh, field to Mike Evans. And who is there but none other than CJ? That's my GJ to pick him off and start off the game on the right foot for the Lions defense. Oh, baby. Yes, CJ, we needed you. We saw you out there. You were ready to ball hawk, and it was great to start the game off on the right foot with a big interception. Now, now Chops, I teed you up for that, and I'm like, I I know Chops going to come through for me, right? 
he's not gonna let me down, right? When I when I give him this great play to talk about, and you did because yeah, the pick was good. Yeah, CJ, that's my GJ's our guy. Yeah, it was uh, you know Baker Mayfield's not good. He's been quoted by others previously on this show saying that he sucks. Okay. But the greatest part of this play was after CJ had weaved his way through the defense, pushed out of bounds, he then flipped the ball directly at Baker Mayfield. Actually, Baker had to catch it. He threw it right in his bread basket. He caught it, gave him a look. Baker gave the ref a look like, did he really just do that to me? He really just pick it off and then flip the football to me? Did I really just catch it and have to eat it and sit on it? Yes, you did. That that was that was straight up DAWG type stuff from our guy CD Deuce. So, you know, that happened. You you know, we get uh this other guy. Well, we got a field goal, you know, early in the game. So three zip, you know what I mean? But then before you know it, my next bullet did note, because we don't bore you here on the show. We're not gonna give you every little score and play every little this and the other. How about this one from my boy, Brian Branch, <laughs> coming clean for another sack. AG dialing up blitzes. I love Brian Branch so much. He shows up big. He wears his mouthpiece in the top of his helmet. It's lime green. He's a straight-up DAWG, straight-up ball player. Love him. Said I loved him before the draft. Kept telling Brad Holmes to take him. Finally listened to me. He traded up. We got this kid. He's been nothing but special from day one. Absolutely love it. Big time sack by my boy, Brian Branch. Yeah, phenomenal. Uh, listen, I, we've talked about it before, and I'm going to say it again. This blitzing package, this exotic blitz package that Aaron Glenn has been running for the last four, five, six weeks, man. Like, you got Iffy coming in, getting a big sack in the first drive. Second drive, my boy and your boy. With the first, the best first name in football, <laughs> Brian Branch, coming in and getting another nine-yard loss sack. I'm baking Mayfield to put him back at, like, <laughs> second and 19. Yeah, they came down, and they were able to get a little field goal here. Poo-poo. There you go. There's your poop talk to start the, the, to start the show. Ties it up three to three. But, yes, keep it going. The You know, we're getting blitzes and pressure from all over the place, and they did exactly what we thought they needed to do, which was to get to Baker early and make him scramble. The Ford Field crowd, I know we're going to get into this longer, was just blazing. It was loud. People couldn't even think, and you could tell that it affected Baker early on. So great to see it from my boy, Brian Branch. (laughs) Oh, baby. Now, uh, this this next bullet I have, uh, again, we've come up with plenty of funny gimmicks on the show. We've borrowed gimmicks from other people. We've stolen things from previous shows, Jim Rome, uh, WWF Attitude, whatever it is. We, we put it on this show because it's all about having fun and talking ball. But uh, I, I'm still ultra proud that I made the executive decision to move the nickname that I gave to Teddy Bridgewater, who... Hasn't played, hasn't need to play. I'm sure he's a great guy, but I couldn't waste this nickname. So I have here in my notes that Mr. Biscuits, you guys know who that is, Sammy Biscuits, <laughs> was catching footballs, creating first downs, balling out early in this football game, throughout this football game. I believe he had nine catches uh, over this football game. Mr. Sammy Biscuits, a.k.a. We are all Laporta supporters, a.k.a. one at Henry Call Sam. I don't even know what else we come up with from this guy, but he's playing on one wheel 
and he's balling. Love this guy. Yeah, such a great, great draft pick. Uh, you know, and again, TJ who? Yeah, that's right. We don't care because we got Sammy Biscuits. Um, you know, my personal favorite, you know, is that I'm a Laporta supporter. But you're right, dude. The guy's out there. He's just an animal. Like, you know, he's hurt. He's playing on one knee and he's balling out there. So makes a real big catch during this next drive. Um, you know, and, and again, who is there to finish off that drive with a touchdown? But the ever reliable Jay Ray. With a, uh, I believe it was a nine-yard catch from my boy, Jared Goff. And the hashtag Goff train just keeps on rolling. And the Lions take the lead 10-3. to three. Chops, this was a play where I had to say this to the people. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about your boy, JG16, is the way he throws to windows. I mean, I swear, part of the NFL game, man, is just throwing to spots. And you have to be smart enough to know that your guy's going to be there. You have to put the right pace on the football, wobbly or not. (laughs) You have to be able to dissect defenses, something that the quarterback in Chicago can't do and many others can't do in this league. And, and, And Jared Goff continues to just throw great layered footballs to areas to guys like the Serpent of Death, Josh Reynolds, a.k.a. this, a.k.a. that. I mean, he's got a million nicknames. And I don't like that someone kind of said he's a.k.a. the Cockroach. That's a horrible nickname. I know what you're getting at. He never goes away. He's always around and, and he's, and he's you know, whatever pesky, whatever else you want to say. But no, don't call my man Jay Ray the Cockroach. He, he's like he was in L.A., a.k.a. Smooth. I, that, that's that's much better than, than these other ones I'm seeing out there. But Serpent of Death is still classic. Jay Ray is classic. Loves getting on the board. Chops, it's 10 to 3. But but then I want to throw to you because then it got a little nasty. Real, real late in the second quarter. <laughs> because I thought we are going in 10-3. You know, come out, maybe get a stop, put another one on them, put this game away. But late in the second quarter, man, we just fell asleep. Baker, that's spelled B A A K K A A H H H. Baker started uh, throwing balls all over the place. Mike Evans doing what he does, running under things, catching them after he alligator armed a few early. Like they went bing bam boom down the field, and they ran a little pick play that was called and then uncalled um, for a touchdown. Ten ten. Heading into the half, did you were you a little worried? Were you upset that we just went Swiss cheese there with about 30 seconds left in the half to give up a touchdown? How were you feeling at half of this ball game? Uh, yeah, a little bit of a stretch there where you were slightly worried because you know on the drive before that they were able to go for 55 yards and and go for a fee, get, and you know get in field goal range, but, but they missed. So that was huge. Like I think you texted me, you said, "Hey." I know it's not a turnover, but that's a turnover. So missed field goal. We get the ball right back and we do nothing with it. Like we run 56 yards, 56 seconds off the clock. And now all of a sudden we're punting it right back. And you're right. They take it 92 yards, seven plays. They're slicing and dicing. We, you know, I'm not sure who was doing what, but other than Mike Evans catching footballs and, uh, you know, and, and just tearing us apart and, you know, this guy, like you said, Cade Otten for a, a touchdown there, tie game 7-7 with 15 seconds left in the half. 
Um, you know, you felt like we had played better. You felt like we were, you know, we could have been, we, you know, it just felt like one of those games where it should be 24 to 10, um, but it wasn't. And, you know, but we, even though we had kind of outplayed them and then you're going into half and you're tied. And guess what, Oakry? Let me tell you something. If you were a fan of this team seven years ago, even eh, if you were a fan of this team four years ago, you would have been like, oh no, it's tied at the half. What's going on this year? Uh-uh, I ain't scared. Look, man, we are the brand new, new Lions. Lions. Exactly. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is 10-10, but guess what? We were in control of the game. We were dictating the pace. They were playing catch-up to us, okay? So this year, it's the brand new Lions. And we're even though it's tied, we got all the faith in the world. Jared Goff, you're good enough to Detroit. All right, we know that we are in the driver's seat. So we go into the half 10 to 10. I ain't scared. I ain't worried. Let's go. We got plenty of time to take this ball game and win it. Chops, when you started off that rant, you said something to the effect of let me tell you something. And and I was trying to get to it for you, brother. Brother. (laughs) But you should have at least done it in the proper voice. Well, let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) <laughs> but but your point is spot on because like uh, you know we have had to deal with this all year long the sol the naysayers well back of the day this would have well i was worried how many times does this group of players these coaches this team have to show you that you don't need to bring up every doomsday scenario because more often than not it's not going to be perfect but more a good percentage they continue to come through and, and I agree with you. They they did that again in this ball game. But getting into the second half, man, to me it was like, you know, again we we talk about it. You know, Dan Campbell took the freaking football again, and uh, you know, announcers and and stat nerds and all these people. Oh, they're gonna double dip. They scored and they get the ball. You still have to play defense. You still have to play offense. Like these aren't guaranteed double scores by teams. So what the Lions do? They came out, got to stop. And then there was a little bit of clunky football for a while until kind of, you know, in that third quarter there, I think Tampa Bay was like driving. They were, I don't know, in field goal range, I think. And then this happened. Unleash, unleash, hutch. Exactly. I think I even like when they said hike, I think I heard music chops. I think Dan freaking Campbell was ready for it. He even called for it. I mean, he wants to unleash it. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. You know, more pressures, more sacks. This one knocked them out of field goal range. Um, I absolutely love what 97 is doing for this football team. And I'll kick it over to you, man, because uh, there in the third quarter, we we had a nice little 10-play drive, got down within the five-yard line, then started to throw the football with your quarterback. Didn't work out so well, but then I believe it was fourth down. I believe a certain person checked into the game at running back. Doesn't normally touch the football. But uh, I'll pass this one to you and see if you can do it properly of what happened from there. Well, you set the stage, so let me tell you something, brother. There's that better. Is that what you're looking for? Yes. My boy, your boy, you know, some call him Netflix Craig. Sometimes we call him, uh, you know, come on, Craig. First playoff touch in his career. First playoff carry. First 
playoff touchdown to cap off a 64-yard 10-play drive. Well, you're right. My boy Jared Goff was slicing, and he was dicing, and he was all over the place. And on fourth and one, you know, everybody's thinking, oh, gosh, okay, you know, who are they going to throw to? Yep, this is maybe a good time for Amon Ra. Oh, maybe a nice little pass here. to No. Dan freaking Campbell goes, uh-uh, you know what? We got we're, we had it at first and goal on the one. It's like we're done screwing around. Give the ball to the running back and let him pound it up the middle. And that's exactly what Craig Reynolds did for a touchdown, Detroit Lions. And I think Dan Miller can probably say it better than that. <laughs> he, he definitely can. You did a pretty good job. You got Netflix in there. You try to do it. But it goes something more like this. Come on, Craig. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. I absolutely loved it for one of those Woo! role players, one of those one of those grit guys. Um, and, and like you say, what what a call to give this guy the football. Frank Ragnow manned up on Vita Vea, uh, absolutely stalemated him with a bad wee- knee and a bad ankle. Um, and Craig made a nice little cut too, from what I remember on the replay to get up in there and score this touchdown. So um, I I love that seventeen ten, you know. Uh, but sure enough, like. You know, Tampa Bay is the cockroach, really. They, they didn't go away. They came back down the football field. You know, we had a couple plays there, a couple questionable calls. But before you know it, they throw a perfectly timed screen to your boy, Rashad White, for just a walk-in touchdown. So, Chops, here we are, 17-17, heading into the fourth quarter against Tampa Bay in our house with the crowd going crazy, with a chance to go to the NFC championship game i mean my heart's beating out of my chest i'm hyped i i want this one badly and uh and sure enough man we're going to talk about a few plays here in the fourth quarter that are going to get it so i'm going to take a little breath i'm going to hand it to you but i think you know when you need to send it back my way um for for a a touchdown that might have happened here in this fourth quarter do your thing yeah, I think I can I can I can pass this to you off to you properly here and let you do your thing when it comes time. But yeah, so okay, seventeen seventeen, we had just you know given given up a touchdown, scored a touchdown, given up a touchdown. But that's kind of what lit the fire under the offense's behinds to get rolling here because it didn't take much time at all. People, five plays, seventy five yards, a minute fifty seven. I believe we had a Jameer Gibbs run one, and then we had a golf pass, and then another golf pass. And then a Jameer Gibbs run. And then it's second and two from the 31. And this guy, who we will, who we all know, his, he's got a moniker. You've got a moniker. I'm going to let you say it after I tell you what he did. He takes the ball and he goes 31 yards with two, count them, two cutbacks on an amazing run. Touchdown, 31 yards from your boy, fire away, Oakry. As I've said on Twitter, on X, He's a, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, multidimensional, positionless, elite, weapon. Um, I, I think I nailed it, Chops. Nine carries, 74 yards. That's 8.2 along on this touchdown, a 31. A stiff arm, a guy into the ground. He also caught four balls, 40 yards, along of 20. That was a big-time first down. I think we can all agree that Jameer Gibbs 
aka Ja, is a straight up ball player is well worth that twelfth pick. So we both apologize. You guys love the the nickname, the moniker, and uh, I appreciate you teeing that up. So Chaps, I'll just I'll just do the same because sure enough, the Lions get up on that big time run for a touchdown. And, you know, go back and forth a little bit, whatever. It gets a little bit late here in the fourth quarter. And the Lions have another 10-play, 89-yard drive, 550 off the clock. Your boy, Jared Goff, is dotting people all over the football field. Again, spirals are questionable, but he is ultra-accurate. He gets down into the tight red zone. And then he throws what might be... His most beautiful pass. It's an absolute dime, as you would call it. A dot, an absolute drop in the bucket, too. Come on, for a nine-yard <laughs> tug. Oh, my goodness. The throw, the catch was incredible. Like, this is not an everyday catch by an NFL wide receiver. He's running full bore. It's up over his shoulder. He's got to almost look over the top. Catches it just with hands. Gets his puppies in. Gets the knees in, the feet in, whatever it may be. And this is an absolute touchdown to push it to 31-17 Lions. Again, six-ish minutes left on the clock. We feel like it's in the bag. Tampa Bay does put together a Bula Bula drive. They score a touchdown. The SOL, the worry wards, the people that haven't been watching this football team are shaking in their boots trying to figure out what could happen, what might happen. But Chops, right before the pot, I threw on a number 55 jersey, a double nickel. This is the classic dark blue Thanksgiving throwback. I also have a Nike Elite 55. Yes, he spells his first name wrong. Yes, I've touted this guy. Yes, I even lost a little faith because he went out there too much. Sometimes he runs like a bull in a china shop, but he's a physical specimen. But on this play, he was just a straight up DB. I mean, Speaking of DB, Derek Barnes turns his hips, sees the guy up the seam, catches a beautiful hands catch while diving and going to the ground. That's your ball game. (laughs) Um, Absolutely incredible play by number 55. Loved it for this guy. Loved it for his family. Loved it for the team. Couldn't have been more hype when it happened. Um, Absolutely love how you just seal this up with a tremendous play like that. His first interception of his career. Derek Barnes, shout out. What a play to send us to the NFC Championship. What an amazing defensive stand by the Lions. Uh, Like you said, worth worth noting on that touchdown, uh, they did go for two and they missed it. I think uh, Todd Balls had some money on the game, like knowing that they're, you know, someone had to cover a seven point spread. And, uh, you know, but anyway, so so some people kind of shook their heads at that. You know, others, you know, there's a big debate whether or not the math made sense and why you do it and blah, 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 blah. It didn't matter. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) they got the ball back. They had two minutes left. Your former boy, Baker Mayfield, had two minutes and uh, and I believe three timeouts, maybe two timeouts to uh, to come out there and make something happen. And uh, guess what? He didn't because he sucks. And we're awesome. And we are the brand new Lions. And when we needed it, the defense stepped up. Okay, pressure was good. We were ready to go. And Derek 
Barnes with the game ceiling interception. What a story for this guy. He had been in the doghouse after some questionable play in Dallas and earlier in the season. But man, when we needed a hero, um, if we had the music drop, we'd play the music drop. I need a hero. <laughs> well, it was Derek Barnes, and he made an interception, and Baker Mayfield went crying to the sidelines. Game over. We are headed to the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers. Drink it in, people. Hashtag And Chops, before we get to our sponsors, I do have a sound drop, um, kind of the reaction to Todd Mulls and that decision. It's a bad decision, period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. Shout out to one of the OGs of the show, Thoughts, on the Tampa quarterback. I'm like, that's Baker Mayfield right there, Baker. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to let you know. He sucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. Mark it down. Exclusive audio <laughs> from Frank Ribble on what he felt like after the interception and after this dubski. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Everybody's excited, Chops. We got to get our great sponsors in here. We just went 20-some minutes. We had to talk about this win. We have to get the sponsors in, take a break, take a breath, and we come back. Gosh, we we got to do some shout outs. We got some announcements. Like I say, I may have some uh, some Kool-Aid and cornbread uh, recommendations for people. And uh, then we got some topics and we are double dipping again this week. So either me, you, me and you, whatever it is, somebody's coming back for a Friday pod for the people to uh, talk all about Niners. Lines and, and everything on the line, a trip to the Super Bowl. So, everybody, we're gonna get into that and so much more right after the break. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So, download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Now. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back. Had a lot of fun in that first segment. Try to entertain. We always try to get in the bits, the gimmicks, talk a little football, get excited about this football team who is the talk of the town right now. I mean, sure, you got Baltimore in there. You got KC in there again, right? You've got the highly touted San Francisco 49ers. And then you got the Lions uh, in there. And uh, everybody that's been listening to this show for, what, four or five years now, everybody that's been whooping up the Lions, people that were totally sleeping on this team, um, the entire state of Michigan is going crazy for the Detroit Lions. And uh, we love doing this show for all the loyal Die hard Detroit Kool Aid drinkers and the people. And the people consist of the millions. So, choppy chop. Let's just do this, man. Before we get into like news and notes topics, maybe a little rapid fire, maybe just some more Kool Aid and cornbread and hype for the people and all the great listeners out there. Um, you know, something that came up uh, kind of recently, but we're really excited about it is, uh, you know, there's just been so much great content coming out from Lions on Tap. Danny Bennett over there doing his thing, running all types of uh, content. He's putting out great graphics. You know, he's putting out some merch. So I just hit him up and I was like, man, we, we'd love to be part of what you're up to and, and all the great stuff you're doing for the Lions. I feel like Lions on Tap, Detroit Kool-Aid is just made, match made in heaven, you know what I mean? Drink it in So, um, you know, he, he put out a tweet just uh, welcome us to his platform and, and we're, we're happy to kind of tout his content here on the show. He's going to help us put out some things and, and we're going to see where it goes. So I'm um, just real excited about that. Always appreciate our other sponsors like Spotify, um, Reality Sports Online, all the different uh, ads you might hear if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify. So choppy chop, man. We got we got some great sponsors. We're, we're very excited to be connecting and kind of being on the platform of Lions on Tap there and all the great stuff they're doing and, and just keeping this thing rolling, man. So it's all good stuff. Excited. Fired up. Good stuff, Okri. Yeah, Lions on Tap. You can find them on Twitter um, at Lions on Tap. But um, you can also find their website, lionsontap.com. Dude, they are they just put out some great content, news and media. Um, you know, one of my favorite things about them, their shirts, man. They've got, they've got this in Brad We Trust shirt that oh, I, yeah. I I literally, as soon as we we started talking about them and uh, getting to know them, like I got clicked on there. I've got that thing ordered, man. It's a great picture of Brad Holmes on a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. with some shades on. It's fantastic. So I cannot wait for that to get to my house in the mail. Um, really looking forward to the uh, partnership with Lions on Tap. And, uh, and again, just another true Kool-Aid drinker uh, that, that is really, you know, just, just a great partner to be with. But also, man, like just real fans, right? Like this, this is for the people. We do it. Who do we do it for, Okra? You know, we do it for the people. 
And it's like, you know, all these great companies, all these people who've been loving their lives for years and years and years, even through the down years. Now we're on the upswing, man. And it's just getting better and better and better. And it's, it's not, and it's just the beginning, man. So super happy and excited about this partnership with them. And I want to say, I want to, you know, before we, before we dive back, man, I almost want to kick it back to you about this. Like, yeah, I know you're talking about like this whole state of Michigan is in, like everybody's excited, bro. We are like America's team now. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, I, I, uh, I happened to be in Indianapolis this week for work and, you know, I, I pull into, uh, into my team meetings and I've got, you know, my company is, uh, you know, we're, we're all remote, remote workers. And so I got people from all around the country, like, and not even just this country up in Canada, every single person coming up to me, I'm stout. I'm, you know, touting my lion's cap. Oh, go lions, man. What a great game. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, the lions are amazing. Like, Oh, Hey dude, I had a Packers fan come up to me and she's like, you know, I was really hoping we were going to do take care of business, but man, now we're, we're all in for you. And I was just like, what? I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, oh my gosh, like my head is exploding with how behind this team everybody is. And it's like, you said it. Okay. San Fran's been there. Baltimore's been there. Kansas City's been there. And then we've got the brand new Lions. And it's like, we have the whole country behind us. And it's fantastic, man. Everybody wants to get on the hashtag golf train, and I'm all for it. Well, Chops, we, we let the people know that we're the uh, kings of the north. The king in the north. The king in the north. And now we're just the kings of the NFL. Everyone's rooting for us. That isn't one of those other three teams. I mean, uh, to, to that Packer fan you mentioned, I mean, I know I used this drop, but I think it's appropriate again. It was a bad decision, period, point blank. It was a... <laughs> uh, her fan, I, I must say. Um, but, yeah, man, it's real exciting. Uh, the funniest part, and again, I know I've said this before, and, and you've come on here in the last year or two and, and done up the show, but... This whole pod like started from just an idea of like, man, it'd be fun to talk Lions football and get people excited. And I remember when we were at our tailgate too, people were like, well, I get the Kool-Aid, but what's what, what's this cornbread all about? Cornbread! Cornbread! I mean, you got to make it a double. It's always been about the positivity. This isn't some like history lesson about the Kool-Aid and the this and the that and the cold. And the, no, the Kool-Aid and the cornbread has always been that Lions positivity, man. We're, we're trying to serve up hot piping cornbread to get people excited. And that delicious Honolulu blue Kool-Aid, which now tastes like victory. So that, that's what it's always been about, man. It's so funny to see where it came from. A random 20-minute audio that we had to figure out how to record and how to get it up online to what the Kool-Aid cast is now and all the people that have enjoyed the drops and the rants and the funny things that we try to give you on this show. But also like we always give you draft content. We give you football talk. We try to have fun with it. So it's just, it's just tremendous to see this football team where it's at the pod where it's at. Um, and, and all the loyal fans out there just not only having fun, but the whole country, like, whooping up our football team i i couldn't love it anymore the funnest football season of my life for sure and like you said and like the players continue to say this is only the beginning so four years of bula bula as you would say to get to this point where now we're rolling the pods rolling and uh, it's just absolutely great times man it's been a long time coming, Oakry, and the city deserves this the fans deserve this but you know what the whole organization deserves this like we have been the long-suffering 
you know, team for in the NFL. I mean, it's so it's just so great that it's all coming together. And again, you know, I hate to always run down the list, but it starts with Sheila, the hamp and her willingness to take a <laughs> Dan gamble and her willingness to back Brad Holmes, who's always open for business. And even though the first season doesn't go the way you think, and the second season isn't starting the way you think, she comes out and she's like, we trust the process. We believe in our guys. We're going to turn this thing around. Be patient with us. Well, guess what, people? That patience is paying off, and it was worth every single solitary minute that you suffered because now we are the brand new Lions, and we are headed to the NFC Championship to take on one of the darlings of the NFL, the 49ers, with all their weapons and all their this and their Bosa's and their whatever. It doesn't matter because we can go toe to toe with this team and we have we are built for this we are built with grit we are full of ball hawks we are full of dogs and we are ready to just grit and grime and go to work and i am all about it what right shout out thank you many blades um yeah man uh, it's it's big time so i mean speaking of that shops like i mean I know I played his job already. What about what about our guy Aiden Hutchinson? I mean, this guy is is just playing lights out in the playoffs. Only getting stronger as he goes. I mean, we're talking like four sacks. Like I think I saw a 16, 18 plus pressures. I mean, he's all over the football field. He was soaking in the crowd after the ball game. I mean, this whole state has loved him. He grew up here. He turned around our Wolverines, and and now he's turned around the Detroit Lions. So, um, absolutely love what he's doing. And, and let me throw this one back to you. What what about your boy Jared Goff protecting the football? There were a couple times in this in this game against Tampa where he could have put it on the carpet, could have got it taken away, could have, um, you know, had a couple sacks where he was protecting the ball. He's he's definitely not throwing it to the other team. Um, love what he's doing. When he protects the ball and throws wobbly spirals accurately to people all over the football field, we win ball games. And the Lions fans know that as well because I hear a lot of Jared Goff, Jared Goff, just ringing through Ford Field, the hallways, the offices, the buildings. Um, it's incredible and uh, love what he's doing, both protecting and still making plays. So love it. Yeah, the whole team is on a tear, man. And again, it, it just it starts with Jared Goff. Um, and the hashtag golf train and, you know, listen, if you, I hope you punched your ticket, people, if you're not on it, like Dan Campbell said this week, cause you know, he listens to the show. I'm not saying he listens yeah. to the show, but you know, he listens to the show. He's like, if you yeah. haven't been on the train and you want to try to get on now, it's too late. Okay. But the hashtag golf train is rolling. Thank you, Dan Campbell. Like we, you know, and we talked about it last week. What was going to be for me? What was one of my keys of the game? turnovers baker mayfield through two picks <laughs> and also a missed field goal which again to me equals a turnover how many picks how many turnovers are lions fans none okay jared goff protected the ball all right 30 for 43 287 yards two tugs and a quarterback rating of 103 the guy just protects the ball he wheels and deals he slices he dices and he's spreading the ball out all over the place look at our reception spread Amon Ra, eight catches samuel laporta nine catches jameer gibbs coming out of the backfield four catches jameson william only two catches before targets like you know, J Ray, two big catches with a tug. 
Like he's spreading the ball around. He's making right decisions. You know, you know, people were, were going on and on about how great Tampa's defense was. Did Jared Goff look rattled in that game ever? I mean, I think he got sacked once, maybe twice, but like, he didn't look rattled, and when he did, he just got, you know, when he got sacked or he made an incompletion or Amon Ra had a very, very rare drop, he just kept going to work and slicing and dicing. And I know you want to dog on his spirals. Oh, it wasn't as tight as other people's. Well, I don't care, right? When it's a laser, when it needs to be a laser, <laughs> or when it's a floater, when it needs to be a floater, or it's an absolute <laughs> dime in the only spot where his guy can get it and he makes that throw, I don't care if it's 150 miles an hour or two miles an hour. It's where it needs to be. It's in the lion's hands. It's protected and it's equal touchdowns. It's equal eliteness. It's equal efficiency. It equals wins. Now chaps, I wanted to break in on you, but I didn't have a chance to, but I guess I'll, I'll circle back. Do, do you think that you can like, you could come on the Kool-Aid cast and like just continually, just continually say and try to like, just bait me into by saying golf train and get on the train. If you're not on the train, you can't get, you think you're going to do that over and over again. It's going to bait me into playing the classic sound drop. Is, is that what you're trying to do? You think that's actually going to work on the show? I mean, it works. It's worked every time so far. So yeah. Okay. I'll do it. I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> golf train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> There you go. You worked me into it. All right. So, I mean, uh, you also mentioned our receiver a few times. I mean, this guy, everyone, everyone always wants to be like, oh, he had a drop here. or Oh, he could have ran this better route at the end of the football game to end the game. My man had nine catches, 77 and a tug, AR. SB, don't forget it, shows up every day. You want to talk to me about plays he missed. What about the play when he caught a ball two yards short of the sticks and absolutely muscled two guys for another two and a half for a first down? <laughs> what, what, what about when, it, when he's just continually catching the football, just all over the field getting extra yak, doing swaggy like Baker Mayfield dances after he scores touchdown for a little uh, just backhanded slap at him. Um, I mean, this is incredible. So I think we got everything going with our team with this last ball game. And, and like you said, I know we, we kind of teed up San Francisco. Again, we are coming back for a double dipski to give you a San Francisco preview. All types of hype. We do not feel intimidated. We can win this football game. It's actually almost a blessing that we're heading out to the West Coast. Chaps, let me throw this one at you. Have you caught any of the Dan freaking Campbell, stone cold Dan Campbell quotes recently? Have you caught any of those? Uh, just a couple, Oker. You're the king of the Dan Campbell co- quotes, So, uh, but they, they've been very entertaining. Are you going to share some with the people? I don't have exclusive audio, but I know this. The alpha male is not scared of anything. He's been quoted as saying, this will be a good test, so when we get to the Super Bowl, we'll know what it feels like not to be with the uh, with the uh, Ford Field crazy crowd. He's been quoted as saying, yeah, Jonah Jackson won't be ready this week, but he'll be ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, Dan, Dan Campbell is pre-planning that they're going out and winning this ball game. He doesn't let his mind infiltrate SOL bula bula garbage. This guy is is always about the positive. He 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 inf- 
injects that with his team. So his team walks out there with that swagger and feels like, we're going to get this ball game. I'm not worried about anything. So I just absolutely love the type of mentality he has. If we had more people like him in this world, it would be a better world that just looked at what they're going to do or what might happen rather than what might not happen or shouldn't happen or worried is going to happen. Um, I love his, his his mindset that he gives to his football team and that he walks around with. And, and like I say, he's just the ultimate leader of men. As I always say, he just um, has totally – people were like, when's the moment, you know, that you, Dan Campbell won you over? And, and like I said, I wasn't a big proponent at first, but it didn't take me long to see this guy was intelligent, uh, absolute uh, alpha leader, great guy, funny um, – you know, just a guy that can get up in front of the room and get his guys motivated. And he continues to show that day in and day out. So love Stone Cold freaking Dan Campbell. Yeah, good stuff. You know, and, and again, I know there's a lot of talk this week on Twitter. There's already been talk about, oh, you know, somebody somebody had a great tweet out there that was like all the negative stuff that was said about Dan Campbell when he first got hired right after his press, press conference. And it was like, you know, it, and, you know, and again, you know, Lions social media doing a fantastic job of just trolling people on things that they said and just bad takes by people from the past years and then like throwing <laughs> them back out there in their face. It's just like, you know, again, another huge shout out to the Lions PR team just having fun with it. But, dude, this guy gets his people ready. I Like, there's days where, like, I'm ready to go up to put up, like, put, put me in, coach. Like, I'm ready to take, to take a hit, to run through a wall for you. Like, I can't even imagine what it's like to be in this dude's actual presence in the locker room with him when he's telling you what you need to do and what you guys are going to do and how you're going to do it. He's just so inspirational and uh, man, we're so lucky to have him. And again, you know, uh, now I want to go back to the guy, you know, let's talk about his boss. Let's talk about Brad always open for business homes. Like you saw him after the first game screaming in the elevator. Well then, but then after this game, they showed a clip and here he is walking into the elevator. I'm like, oh man, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? And you can see he's like holding it in, like he's keeping oh, yeah. his composure. He like gets into the elevator, and I, you know, after those doors close, he just starts screaming because he was like, all right, I gotta keep it, keep, I gotta rate it in a little bit. But dude, they just love these guys. Just love football. They love this team, and it's so great to see that you know they're not these like you know, dudes in suits, like all prim and proper. They're like banging on tables and, you know, setting up chairs to show you how they're running plays as they like bash them over. And they're, you know, but then they're cerebral too. You know, they're not just meatheads. So dude, it's just such a great culture they've built. And uh, it's so exciting to be a part of it. I love every, you know, look, I, I look forward to the Dan Campbell press conference slash locker room speech almost as much as I do the game um, each week. Because it's like, all right, cool. When's it coming out? When's it coming out? Like, yeah, we got a W. All right, all right. When do I get to see what Dan Campbell said? Like, it's just great, man. I love it. So, yeah, man. Like, I'm totally with you. Like, the, you know, the Dan Campbell after Dubsky speech is, is must-see TV. This guy is going to have us ready, no question. And Chop's like, we, we could talk about so many other things. But I kind of want to just end with the Detroit <sighs> are heading to San Francisco, NFC Championship, one game from the Super Bowl, the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Cornbread! As well as all the other fans on social media, friends, co-workers, whatever, 
Everybody's going crazy. Everyone's rooting for our football team. Like, I, I, I don't see why we can't preview this on the Friday show, get everybody ready. But just saying it right now, I don't see why we can't go out and win this football game. I don't know why we're going to go out there scared of Brock Purdy. I, I know they have good players at multiple positions, but we're feeling ourselves right now. We're playing great ball. We're protecting the ball. We've got Moxie. We've got Swagger. Like, you know, we can't be in that mode of like, well, it's good enough for every, what I hear everybody say, oh, it's just all gravy now. Or like, you just can't go in with that mindset. Obviously, we've had a great season. These playoff wins have been incredible. The crowd at Ford Field's been incredible. The game against the Rams was is a never forget once in a lifetime moment that, um, you know, we, we got to have as fans, which was awesome. And uh, there's still more to come. So I just think I'll, I'll kick it over to you. But I'm not satisfied, like Dan Campbell says. We're, we're not complacent at this point. But we do recognize what a magical season it's been for the team, the fan base, and, and this podcast right here, man. It's been absolutely off the charts. And let's keep it rolling. Okay. Yeah. You know, I want to finish the pot. I know we listen, people, we are going to go into a deep dive, all the stats, all the details, all the predictors. We'll give you a game preview. We'll go over everything on the Friday show because we're bringing it for the people and we're doing the double bonus every Friday in the playoffs. Keep drinking that in. So we will give you those, but I'm going to, I want to kick it off with this. I want to put a nice little bow on it here. What better way to end our home season with a dubski against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a second playoff win uh, in our barn, record breaking decibel levels, loud, obnoxious. Uh, you know, Hey, did you, did you catch that? The lions beat the Tampa Bay bucks. And then later that night, the red wings beat the Tampa Bay lightning. What a day to pound on Florida Sunday was. Okay, so just a great, great way to end the Ford Field season for the faithful people of Detroit. Tickets were crazy expensive. It was going nuts. Ford Field was lit. The city was lit. We're going to get more into San Francisco here, but I want to have one thing that I want to say to the people. It doesn't matter who the opponent is is with this team we are ultra confident we are ultra skilled we are smarter than you we are grittier than you it doesn't matter if you're the Niners it doesn't matter if you're the Ravens it doesn't matter if you're in the Chiefs and it certainly doesn't matter if it's in your house okay we will come out there and we will bite your kneecaps off and by the way people the last time the Lions won a road playoff game, it was in 1957 against these very same 49ers. Be ready for history to repeat itself this Sunday at 6.30. So basically, Chops is saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you- Exactly, everybody. Lions are going to do what they do. They're going to play Lions football. You know what it is. All grit. And we'll talk about it Friday, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. No, no way that that's not it. Ah, damn it. That's not it either. Oh, wait, this is it. Hashtag choppy liking. Back to back, stop the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a-
drink it in, man. 